Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with Easy Peasy Loan Approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Oh, hey, good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Look at us. We're here on a Thursday morning, the 8th day of September 2022. My name, well, of course, that would be Nick. There's Big J right across from me. Hello. Doing Big J things on a Thursday morning. Yeah. And we have ourselves a big show planned for you. We missed something yesterday. We got to go over at some point during the course of the show today. Big J had an opportunity to pull together some news for you for a nerd alert. So that will be delivered in a concise and professional manner. And of course, we also have to recap the morning after Fantasy Football League draft. Yeah. And the cluster that it was, Big J. Was um, it? Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. You had your issues with it. During the draft, yeah. Did everybody else have issues? No, I'm just saying. It, it, For me personally, it sucked, but I kind of knew that probably was in the cards. Uh, but it, it's there's just a lot of wild cards happening in the morning after draft. I guess is my point, mm. and and some strategies that have to be thrown out the window from time to time because things happen uh, unexpectedly in the morning after draft, which we can get into in the seven o'clock hour. Great, as we get ready for. The season debut, Big J. What are your football viewing plans for this evening? Yeah, I plan on watching the game, man. Jeez, well, I mean, yes, but I, are do you, you have? What are my viewing plans? Yeah, I mean, like, are you, you going to gather the kids around? Do they care? They Is it like just going to be you? Well, the wife? <laughs> She's got to work. Okay. She works during the game now? Like into the night, into the evening hours? Yeah, she works from 1 o'clock until 9.30. Oh, man. Well, uh, I don't Not think that, that no skid off her back. Right. I mean, well, she for a while she was into fantasy football. Yeah, That's yeah for why. a while. I didn't know if uh, she was joining in that other league that you were in. No. Uh, how did that other league draft go? Uh, went okay. You happy with your team? No. No. Because I was drafting uh, two situations. I mean, I had the power of my house go out. So I was drafting both leagues at the same time. Uh, and, and trying to log in to the NFL.com app, uh, which was not working. And so uh, we can get into what happened with that league uh, later. So I really wasn't paying as much attention to this other league. So I care much more about the morning after. I see. But, I mean, our draft is pretty much over by 8 o'clock. I mean, you, there was like maybe a round or two left. So you should have had time to have two really separate drafts and not have too much overlap to confuse you. Yeah, well, I had the first the first picks are important ones. That's true. Uh, that is true. So who did you grab uh, first in the other defense. one? <laughs> like I said, strategies are out the window anytime <laughs> you have a fantasy football draft. Let's get started with some music here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Nirvana is going to kick things off this morning here on the X Rocks. Hey. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, Idaho Power needs your help. They started the hashtag lighten the load yesterday on social media. 
They took to it yesterday as conditions across the West are leading to higher strain on the power grid. And so they're asking customers, hey, could you uh, conserve energy a little bit, please? Because uh, despite the increased demand in energy, Idaho Power does not expect rolling outages, but they've got more people turning up their AC during hotter weather. And so they're saying that it's really good time right now to save some energy if you possibly can. Yeah, good luck. That makes zero sense at all. Oh, hey, it's the hot. We've had 30 days of 100 degrees heat. Could you maybe not use so much of your air conditioning? The well, hell is it for? <laughs> I, I understand what you're saying, but what they're saying is like, yeah, you've got it. But if you want to find the fast track to not having any power anymore to run said AC, you might want to take it down a notch. Now, to conserve energy and save money for you, they recommend you turning up your thermostat a few degrees specifically during the daytime hours, maybe when you're not there. The best time to do this is from 4 to 9 p.m., by the way, in the late afternoon hours. Also, they say, you know, closing your shades so now the sun isn't always beating into your house is a great way to use less air conditioning as well as turning on some fans and getting the ceiling fans going in the house. It's a way to cut back on energy consumption. So that, it, you know, the house is automatically cooler and the air conditioning doesn't have to do as much work. They're just asking for help, Big J. You don't have to yeah, provide. You go to hell. Because uh, you like the house set at what again? 60 degrees. 60 degrees. That AC is always pumping. Yeah. At the Big pumps. J abode, even in the wintertime. Nah, it's not that low. NFL season kicks off tonight with a primetime game on NBC and Peacock between the Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams and the team that everybody and their dad apparently is picking to win the Super Bowl, the Buffalo Bills. The game is being played at SoFi Stadium, uh, where the Rams will raise the Super Bowl banner before kickoff. Uh, and Ozzy Osbourne's going to play at halftime, Big J. I don't yeah. know if we'll see any of that. But I, I got some inside information. What's that? On that, that uh, they've built like a, a, a like a hotel for Ozzy inside the stadium, so he doesn't so he doesn't have to travel anywhere. For this, he can stay the night there. Okay. In between, you know, rehearsal and stuff. So he was there like last night into today. Yeah. And they just like put a hospital bed basically. So <laughs> the the comforts or uh, not probably a little nicer than that, but. <laughs> oh, I'm sure the writer demands it. Uh, the interesting part here is, despite being at home and the Super Bowl champion, the Rams are underdogs against the Bills tonight. Bills favored by two and a half going into the game. And then week one will continue with a full slate of games on Sunday. Let's get the Big J prediction. I, like the, I don't need to score. Do you like the Bills or the Rams tonight? The Rams. All right. You like the home team. Knock it off the Bills. Do you think the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl? No. No, who, they'll bill it. Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? Uh, I have no idea. I just know it's not going to be the Bills. That's all you know? Yeah. Is it going to be the Seahawks then, maybe? Yeah, no. Well, then it sounds like you know two things, and you're not sharing your knowledge. Pretty disrespectful. Ozzy Osbourne, speaking of the devil, has set a goal for himself. He wants to be back on stage in a permanent way by next summer. He is recovering from several surgeries, as well as the effects of all sorts of stuff going on in his life. But he is going to be performing tonight again at that football game, and he says he just wants to get back into a rhythm again. He says his balance is all effed up, and he's got to keep going. He probably will always have a limp thanks to his surgery, but that he doesn't mind. He says as long as he can walk around without falling on his head, he'll be okay. And then he said he's got a goal to be on stage by summer of next year, and he's going to put every effort into it. 
And that's his goal. So we'll see. Ozzy Osbourne wants to be out there rocking and rolling by next summer, bro. Man, a reason to live. Do you think he'll do it? Seems that that's the that's what he's planning on doing. So, yeah. All right. Big J believes in Ozzy Osbourne. Does not believe in the Buffalo Bills, but does believe in Ozzy Osbourne. Correct. So we're learning a lot this morning. So far. Here's traffic. Notice you didn't give your prediction for the game. Uh, I think the Bills are going to win tonight. Uh, but I think it's going to be close. I don't. I, I have not. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. However, um, I think that there's going to be some weird things that happen, a la last year, where a, a couple of teams are going to make it that we didn't see coming. It's just the way the NFL seems to be going, in my personal opinion, the last couple of years. Like you know, the Bengals came out of nowhere yeah. last year yeah, and did. went to the Super Bowl. And while I think a lot of people thought the Rams were going to be okay, I still think last year a lot of people were picking the Buccaneers to repeat because they literally brought back everybody. And then the Rams made some moves late in the season that pushed them over the Mm -hmm. edge. So nobody saw that coming at the beginning of the season. We thought the Rams would be better, but didn't see that. So I'm not sure either who's going, but I don't think it's who everybody expects. NFL has a way of not being as predictable as the other sports, which kind of is what makes it fun. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's The Offspring. And something pretty cool happened yesterday. You may have seen it on the social medias that we posted too. But we want to say a special thank you to former guest of The Morning After and longtime friend Todd Clark, Big J. Yeah. He is an artist that is incredibly talented and somebody that has had a comic strip for, gosh, the better part of two decades, right? Yeah, at least. And uh, it is called Lola. It is published all over the United States of America, newspapers and online, etc. And uh, what popped up in the Lola comic yesterday? The Morning After. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, unexpected. He didn't say anything to us. Nope. Didn't drop us a hint or anything. And a special thank you. I I was trying to get in to try to find out who it was exactly uh, because I cannot remember. But uh, because the Internet's being a jerk, I can't access the inbox to the morning after Facebook page. But a listener emailed in a picture of it in the newspaper yesterday to let us know that it actually happened. And then uh, I jumped on and got the colorized version of it and then started sharing it because I hadn't seen it yet. And uh, so we appreciate the uh, the shout out by uh, the listener that sent it our way. But uh, Todd, of course, has it's not the first time he's mentioned the Exodus comic strip. It's happened. The good news for us is it's popped up several times over the years. But this yes. is the first time uh, us as a show together have been in. Big J has been previously mentioned. The X has been previously mentioned. Todd's a very, very good gentleman and a talented man. And he loves to spring surprises on us because we had no idea it was yeah. happening. He's, uh, he's. I talked to him a little bit yesterday. He's in Austria. Oh, uh, nice. With, uh, he's, uh, with his uh, Euro trip with his kid. So, uh, Hopefully nothing like the movie. <laughs> no. Or maybe, yeah. I mean, that could have been fun. But uh, so he, he's busy doing stuff, and I told him thanks. Uh, very much appreciated. And uh, he does uh, enjoy uh, listening to the show. And last time, it's interesting, the last time he, he did this was a couple years ago when corn was coming to town. Right. And um, he had uh, thrown out corn and uh, some big J action in there, which is ironic because they're going to be here Saturday. Yeah. Uh, and uh, maybe maybe it's a corn thing. Who knows? But it's always nice to get a little bit of love. It was unexpected and awesome of him to do that. 
So a very cool thing that uh, I will treasure for a very long time. And it's an old hat for you, Big J. You and Todd go way back. But uh, he is a good man and thorough, and we certainly appreciate his fandom. And even just the remote possibility of that happening was uh, never in the back of my mind, but it's really cool that it popped up yesterday. Yeah, and big thanks to Carl. It was Carl who uh, sent uh, sent that in. Thank you, Carl. Thank I, you, I've been J. checking because you can, you know, I check online uh, with Lola. You know, uh, I was for a while pretty much every day, and uh, just, you know, I hadn't been here recently. It's like, yeah, the, all the days not to check it. <laughs> but it was awesome that it popped up in there, and if you missed it, you can check the X's uh, Facebook page and social media. It is there for you to enjoy and see exactly what popped up. So props to Todd. Good man. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Your Nerd Alert is next on the X-Rocks. The best in tech and gaming. Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X-Rocks. Well, if you're a fan of CD Projekt Red Cyberpunk 2077, uh, then uh, got some major news here as the first and only downloadable content, the expansion Phantom Liberty is coming in 2023. Uh, they announced uh, on Tuesday that the add-on's first teaser trailer and described Phantom Liberty as a new spy thriller expansion that will be set in a new district of Night City. Now, the first trailer uh, doesn't offer a ton in the way of details, but uh, we do get to see some more Keanu Reeves. So he is back uh, and confirmed separately in Night City Wire live stream presentation that he will return to voice uh, Johnny in the expansion. So that's good news for people, and uh, hopefully they've done some fixing on that. I know my uh, my oldest Maddie was uh, was so excited for that game to come out, and there are just so many problems with it. Hopefully they've cleaned some of this up, but you got to wait till 2023 for that. Uh, no exact date on that. He's and I imagine you have to pay for that expansion. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah man. All right, good luck, man. No, no more free DLCs around here. Uh, and uh, some pretty big news here for the world of Call of Duty. Uh, last week, Xbox... Boss Phil Spencer said a new Call of Duty games will remain on PlayStation's platforms for at least several more years after Activision's current contract with Sony expires. Now, PlayStation CEO Jim Ryan is calling Spencer's offer inadequate in a statement. Uh, he said he didn't intend to comment on the business discussion until Spencer brought it into the public forum. Uh, so basically, we've got a lot of uh, kind of uh, you know heads of departments here uh, kind of yelling at each other. Microsoft has only offered for Call of Duty to remain on PlayStation for three years after the current agreement between Activision and Sony ends. After almost 20 years of Call of Duty on PlayStation, their proposal was inadequate on many level, le levels and failed to take account of the impact of our games. We want to guarantee PlayStation gamers continue to have the highest quality. Uh, Call of Duty experience and Microsoft proposal undermines the principle. Spencer recently confirmed that future Call of Duty entries will join Xbox Game Pass, but launch on PlayStation on the same day. So, there's no timetable yet as uh, for which upcoming Activision Blizzard games will appear on Game Pass uh, following the acquisition of almost $70 billion of the company earlier this year. Uh, were reports that Activision wanted to put Call of Duty 2022, which is now Modern Warfare 2, um, Call of Duty 2023, and Warzone 2 on PlayStation. After that, though, the future is unclear. We all knew this was coming, though. Like, yeah, you no, knew there I, was going to be a piss match between these two about this particular title. Yeah, they're never they're never going to take this away from from Sony and not make it available to uh, the people who play on Sony PlayStation. Not it's if just, they want it to continue to be. Yeah, the it's not smart. That it is. It's not smart. Uh, this is just hey, we they're, they're going to lose. Sony's going to lose their exclusivity when it comes to all the DLC and everything that they right now have. They get a month ahead of time for everybody uh, except for the game release uh, when it comes to some of the other stuff. So that's what's coming to an end. 
Uh, big deal yesterday, too. Uh, here, the new iPhone announced iPhone 14, 14 Plus, and 14 Pro. Now, uh, the interesting and really cool thing here about, about these phones is some of the safety features that are being included. Uh, one of them, uh, the new phones, has a built-in satellite connection that people can use to send emergency SOS messages in places where there's no available cellular signal, Nick. So, first, if your iPhone uh, will, will help you orientate your phone in the direction you need to point to get the best signal. Once you have a connection, you can open up, open up a message interface to let you communicate with emergency service providers. Apple says that's because of satellite connectivity limits. It'll take much longer to send messages than you're used to, so the feature includes some automatic questions that prompts you to answers like, is anyone hurt, and uh, that sort of thing. It, it'll have auto-populated answers, too, but uh, this is a huge deal and could probably save a lot of people's lives. Uh, they also have a uh, an automatic accident detection system in the phones so uh if you're in an automobile accident that phone will know that you've been in an accident and can call emergency services that's cool yeah it's very very cool so uh those sort of things are uh what uh, are um i don't know tech make technology really a good thing and and those are the sort of things that uh, you just you know you just can't uh, not think about it. Having the satellite connection, boy, that's huge, especially when people are out there doing their you know their fun things in the wilderness. And I mean, I just I think that's going to be a huge feature for people. When does the Apple phone come out? Uh, it comes out September 16th. So get ready. Uh, that's next week, for God's sake. It'll There's cost six thousand dollars. That's all you need, baby. Get two for the road. There's your nerd alert. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. A brand new study is out, Big J, from Exeter University that surveyed about 15,000 men and women here in the United States of America. And what they found out is the more religious you are, the more sexually satisfied you are, Big J. Huh, interesting. Oh, Now, what does this study classify as religious? Uh, basically, it, they, they classify religious couples as somebody uh, that, as a couple, attend church together every single week. That apparently is somebody that, in their, in the case of this particular study, is the religious couple. And uh, they talk to single men and women. They talk to men and women in committed relationships, men and women in open relationships. And they found out that if you're going to church every week, you probably are the most satisfied in the bedroom. Now, uh, those that are the least satisfied, those that are having casual sex with multiple partners. Spreading the, the love around a little bit. Apparently, it, you're more likely to run into things you're disappointed in than things that you're happy with. Now, why is that the case? Well, if you believe the people that put the study together, it's uh, religious individuals are likely to engage in sexual kind of relationships with somebody that they're in a committed relationship and they find love attached to and some sort of endgame involved there. And so that seems to make them happier in the bedroom. So there's that. Big J, you've been in what this study would be considered a religious particular situation. Very religious. Were you happier then or happier now? Now, man. All right. Well, then, uh, you don't need no church every Sunday to get it on, do you, pal? Get it on. No. Nope. Well, it's good to know. Uh, and, uh, of course, there are outliers, but apparently that's the way to go if you want to be the most satisfied in the bedroom. NFL kicks off tonight. You got the Bills and the Rams playing on NBC and Peacock. The game is uh, from SoFi Stadium there in L.A. They're going to hang the banner for the Rams winning the Super Bowl last year. Ozzy Osbourne's going to play at halftime, and we'll see how it goes. Make sure your fantasy lineups are set. Speaking of football, it's going to be at least until week four before we see Zach Wilson. That was kind of the diagnosis when he got originally hurt in the preseason, but for some reason 
there were some rumors that were starting around that he might be ready by week one or whatever, but no, that's not the case. Uh, it's not going to be until week four, quote, at the earliest. Uh, so a month in. In the meantime, Joe Flacco is going to take the field for the New York Jets. He will be facing his former team, the Baltimore Ravens, in week number one. So that should be interesting, to say the least. Although, listen, man, I'm not exactly sold on Zach Wilson being a even above average quarterback, so I'm not sure how much of a difference maker that would be. But we'll see how the Jets go this first month of the season. They got a tough week one matchup, in my personal opinion. I never ended up seeing the movie Baywatch, Big J. I know you what? and Randy covered it for uh, our our podcast. Uh, I know it was a financial disaster for the studio, but did you find it a good movie, an enjoyable picture? Yeah, it was pretty funny. It's Big J approved then? Yeah. Uh, Zach Efron says it was hell to make, at least according to an interview he did with Men's Health. I don't know why the 2017 movie came up, but it did. He said that, uh, you know, he had to work out incredibly hard to be a part of this film. And then he started to develop insomnia. He fell into depression and he just got straight up burnt out. He had a hard time recentering after the movie was over. And he blames, you know, the fact that he was just working out so, so much that he wasn't exactly keeping things happy. And he was unhappy about the movie as well. He didn't think it was that good. And so he made a kind of like a, a pact with himself not to work out that hard again because he wasn't happy doing it. And so listen, Big J, if Zac Efron doesn't want to exercise, who might argue, right? Well, I don't think uh, it was just e- exercise. It was everything that was going into it. Well, sure, yeah. He, he it had... was, it, if it was just the exercise, that's not the problem. It was the diuretics. It was the diet. It was all the sort of different stuff that he stressed out his body doing. Yeah, he had to do a ridiculous amount. I guess he, he was down to like 2% body fat or something like that. He was like... He, he, he looked his best, but he just had to do all these things to get down to it, and he was not happy with it at all and does not recommend it to anybody. So if they come to you for Baywatch 2, Big J, just remember that when it comes to Zach Efron's workout regimen. Will you please? Okay. Thank you. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. My own private hell? The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Not to sound like an old man yelling at a cloud, but freaking kids today, Big J. These freaking kids! Uh, I don't take any pride in their work anymore. I don't care. Ah. Hey. As we head down to Florida for today's, we're going to hell story. And it's kind of like, I don't know, maybe a worst case scenario when you're talking about somebody who is a working parent, right? Especially somebody that is a single parent working to try to make sure their kid or chid children have everything that they need. That usually means you have to employ a babysitter, which there's listen a lot of trust that goes into hiring a babysitter, always has been. Mm-hmm. But you hope and pray that you're making the right choice, especially for your kid. But every once in a while, there's somebody that just doesn't do the job that you expect when you hire them to do it. And uh, listen, there's nothing wrong with wanting to get out of work early, right? I mean, that's that's something that we all, oh, yeah. I believe, are born with. <laughs> and, and I understand that particular feeling. But when your job is to babysit a four-year-old, getting up and walking out of the gig a couple hours early because you're just not feeling it anymore, not really an option. Unless you're this 18-year-old from Florida. As she was hired to watch a woman's child until about midnight while the woman was at work. 
But at around 11.15 p.m., she texted the child's mom saying that, you know what, I've already left the house because my Uber came and I just wanted to go home. And she's like, well, the child is sleeping, so I locked the door and made sure that the kid can't get out before she left, so everything should be fine. Oh, okay. And the mom's like, hey, you're not supposed to leave my four-year-old alone sleeping or otherwise. I'm paying you to be there until midnight. And she's like, it's okay. You can just give me the 168 that you owe me the next day. I know you're not going to see me. You can cash at me or Venmo me or whatever. And the mom's like, hang on a second. You want me to pay you for the full amount of money even though you're telling me you're bailing early and leaving my kid alone? And she's like, yeah, I'll talk to you tomorrow. So the mom went back and looked at the ring camera footage, and it showed that the babysitter didn't leave at 11.15 like she said. She actually left at 9.45 p.m. She walked out of the house, meaning the child was left home alone for three hours and 15 minutes. When she confronted the young woman on this, she then admitted to leaving early and apologized and said, you know what, because I left early, you don't have to pay me the full 168. How about you just give me 141 bucks? How about no? How about I give you nothing? And that's what the the mom said. She's like, hey, no, not only that, but you committed a crime. So she talked to the police. Sure enough, that's child neglect, bro. Police ended up uh, rolling up on this 18-year-old lady and arresting her for child neglect. Uh, she is a very bad babysitter. Uh, but, listen, man, uh, pretty good negotiator. I mean, no. She, she was able to talk to mom down to 141. But the good thing, the child never woke up in this particular case. It, it, the child was safe and okay. Does not make it a smart decision to leave a four-year-old by themselves because your Uber showed up or you wanted to leave early. That's certainly not cool. But also, like, you know, I mean, geez. Make sure this woman's not a babysitter anymore, I guess is the point. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to walk out on a job that, that you hate and, uh, you know, it's, it's a business or something and you leave early. I mean, maybe most people have done that at some point. Uh, but you leave a kid by themselves? Yeah, listen, even if it's a demon spawn, I understand the idea of not of wanting to leave early and never coming back. But, man, you at least signed up for that day. And you have to figure that out. And then, you know, once your responsibilities are over and that child is actually safe and taken care of, then you can go, lady, I'm never watching your kid again. Give me the buck 68 that you owe me and I'm out of here. That's fine. I'm okay with that even. Yeah, but this is much worse than that. This is clearly somebody who doesn't understand. I, I, I mean, just, you know, they need some human sensitivity learning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not okay. Well, they're man. not going to get that in Florida. You know that as well as I do. I suppose you're right. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your we're going to hell story. It is 100.3 The X Rocks. <laughs> I'll be here on Saturday with Evanescence and POD. That is Corn Freak on a Leash. Your chance to win some tickets coming up here in a few minutes. A couple times over here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big Big J. Let's go, buddy. It's morning after fantasy football time. We had the big online draft yesterday for the morning after fantasy football league year number 16. And Big J, you had some issues, did you not? Yeah, uh, I had the power go out uh, in the middle of the draft and uh, I, then I couldn't log in to my, uh, my NFL account via my phone for some reason. And so right in the middle, I mean, important, you know, fourth and fifth round, you know, pretty, pretty important. I lost both of those. Uh, picks they were auto draft, not what I would have uh, chosen. I had other plans, but uh, whatever. What are you gonna do? 
So uh, when you go to the actual draft recap, Big J, what kind of grade does NFL.com give you for your drafting process last uh, I night? still got a B. All right, that ain't bad. So What's your projected I, I would have I would have got an A. Um, uh, seven to eight, but I mean that's where I was last year. Okay. So. Uh, and uh, and so, uh, who did you were you targeting in that those rounds that you didn't get? Um, it was either going to be Darren Waller or uh, Kittle from the 49ers. And so, you ended up with whom? Marquise Brown. Okay. <laughs> Hollywood receiver. Brown. So you know, I mean, I've I've got a. And Elijah Mitchell from the San Francisco 49ers. So I'm not sure how that's going to play out, but um, that's what I ended up with in those two. So who are you hanging your head on this particular season? Uh, Derrick Henry, man. He's my ride or die. Got your number one yeah. overall pick. You yeah, picked that's, at that's, seven. That's what I wanted to uh, pick up, yeah. So you got Derrick Henry. Uh, who's your quarterback heading into the season? Aaron Rodgers. You talked about Mitchell. Obviously, Highwood Brown, I'm sure, is in your starting lineup. Who else do you have in the uh, catching some passes Stephon for Stephon Diggs, Chris Godwin, um, and then uh, I've got um, Michael Thomas. Not sure how that's going to play out. You know, he's been injured. He's been had some issues. Robert Woods also in there for uh, wide receiver action and uh, ended up with uh, Dawson Knox. You know, what's if you don't get the top three or four tight ends, you're not going to get a whole lot of – I mean, he's it's not, not bad, though. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's he's got a – there's a lot of balls that have to go around Buffalo, but, I mean, he just signed a big contract extension, so maybe, just maybe, that's who you're going to end up with. So, are, overall, are you happy with your team? Yeah. All I right. mean, I, I feel I feel like it's okay. Uh, <laughs> well, and so apparently does NFL.com, projecting you to finish right there in the middle of the pack. But – We'll see how it goes because you and I face off in week number one against each other. And once again, we've talked about how the the morning after draft can get weird from time to time. And I feel like it got weird again last night. Right off the bat, uh, I picked number two, which I hate doing. I hate being early in drafts. I was hoping I was going to be either middle or late because I don't know how the first round is going to play out. And you can get some steals late in the draft sometimes here in the morning after league. And I had uh, the second overall pick. First overall pick in the draft was Cooper Cup, which surprised me. I wasn't expecting that to be the case. So when I took, when I had my number two overall pick, I ended up getting Jonathan Taylor, who I didn't think. I mean, I yeah. was I was targeting McCaffrey at, at two sure. and worried about it, uh, and I ended up with the number one overall player. So I'm not disappointed in my number one overall pick, but I had to wait 18 picks before I got to my next particular pick, where we get into you know my number two and running back, and I ended up taking Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. I've never had him on a fantasy team so he is destined to be injured for the year at some point uh because i picked him up in the second round and uh and as the draft kind of went on quarterback started going really early again and i was like man there's so much talent on the board and so many picks before i have to go i don't want to snag a quarterback early and so i didn't and that hurt you last year right well i got to the playoffs but i i it certainly was a point of contention i had to go to the waiver wire several times this particular year but i didn't grab a quarterback until round 11 and i was easily the last person to take a quarterback and yes i ended up with Kirk Cousins as my quarterback for fantasy purposes. Now, uh, I have had worse quarterbacks than Kirk Cousins as my quarterback when I've waited that long for quarterbacks. So to say I'm disappointed that I have to cheer for a Viking to do well is an understatement, but I know it, it feels very dirty. But uh, I am happier than I was last year when I had Baker Mayfield as my starting quarterback after the draft because I waited so long. 
but I also took some flyers on some wide receivers. Like, um, you know, I, I really wanted to target Juju Smith-Schuster because I feel like he's going to have a breakout year being the number one guy to, down in Kansas to. City. Yeah. But he's coming off of a big injury, and I took him a little bit earlier because I knew he was going to be kind of back when he came around my way. So I'm hoping he has a good year. I took Russell Gage for Tampa Bay. There's another place where there's a lot of balls that have to go around. But I'm happy with my Debo Samuel pickup in the third round in a PPR league because I feel that's going to be a very big deal for him. Same thing with uh, Waddle out of uh, out of Miami. So I've got some depth at wide receiver and tight end, so I'm happy about that. Co- running back outside of Jonathan Taylor, got Cam Akers, who I'm not super excited about. We'll see how he does tonight. I got J.K. Dobbins. I took a flyer out on the Ravens guy, and I got a couple of deep kind of, uh, and Kareem Hunt as well. I've got some deep uh, wide receivers that I'll have to see how they do. I took Drake London, the rookie, out of uh, Atlanta because he's going to be their number one guy, and I still don't know how that offense is going to shake out. So we'll see. They gave me a B as well as my draft grade. They project me to finish fourth or fifth, so right on the fringe of the playoffs is what they say, but uh, I like my team too much before uh, right now, to, which means it's going to be devastated by injuries as we move forward. So looking forward to another fun season. Thank you to everybody who joined us last night in the league and all of the teams showed up. Uh, despite Big J having power problems, it seems like everybody else was in there having a good time and picking some picks. So it should be a yeah. good morning after season. Agree or disagree? Yeah, we'll kick things off uh, tonight. Yep, and you're going down in week number one. We'll make sure of that. All right. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up some important stuff. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Oh, jeez, Big J. Everybody's all up in arms, unfortunately, because somebody passed away in a shark attack while they were on vacation. You heard about that? Yeah. Some lady was hanging out in the ocean, having a good time on vacation, and it just didn't work out for her in a bull shark. And that was it. And she ended up passing away from a shark attack. So everybody is back in the whole, okay, sharks are out to get us kind of mode. And even though it's not Shark Week, they're starting to talk to shark experts. And would it surprise you to know that I'm guessing the way that you have when you are thought of how do what do I do if I'm if I see a shark in my particular area and what you probably think is the case is just an old wives tale. I'm guessing that like me, you've heard that you punch a shark in the nose, right? Uh, sure. Is a way that you can deter a shark from attacking you. Uh, according to several shark experts, that's just not good practice. Uh, they said maybe back in the early, early days somebody had success with it, but it's far more likely that all that's going to do is piss off the shark than take off. And he's going to think you're an aggressor, and that's not what you want a shark to think. You understand? Because sharks, in reality don't want to eat humans they just want to protect where they are and think of you as food and usually they take a bite and then they have no interest in you anymore it's not like it's a feeding like, frenzy oh this isn't a fatty seal right they it's take the a bite guy. and sometimes that bite that they give is a big one and you bleed out and that's yeah. what ends up happening it doesn't take much i mean they're attacking the parts of the body that you know those teeth are so sharp man yeah and there's a lot of there's a lot of give and we bleed out from our holes when we have a bunch of stuff going on with them you understand mm-hmm So what do you actually want to do? According to the new information is, and this is going to feel weird, but they say the best way to go about it is to not splash, turn around, face the animal, and look the shark in the eye. Find a way to do that. You're going to give it the side eye because their eyes are like in the sides. 
because apparently making eye contact is what other predators do. This signals to sharks that you are not prey and not something to mess around with. And it will avoid a battle with a predator because, again, it's not looking for a fight. It's looking for food. And so it thinks, oh, this is something I shouldn't mess with, and it won't. The other thing that you can do is not punch a shark in its nose, but press down on the top of its head if you're near a shark. That will redirect him away from you. Not the nose punch. The pressing down on the head, apparently, <clears throat> is what works. So if you're close enough and a shark's that close, it's going to be all luck at that point, I'm guessing. But I guess that's what you're supposed to do. The best yeah, way yeah, to do it. Which of you is more apt to move... In a good way underwater. The you hardest I mean? part is going to be so. not splashing and that kind of stuff because you want to get panicking. the hell out of yeah, there. Yeah, not panicking. I mean, it's uh, that's the number one thing right there. Um, and you know, your initial reaction is going to be to you want to get the hell out of there. Right. Exactly. So, so fight those urges and do not fight the shark. Apparently, is the way to go about it. We got football tonight. Real, honest to God, NFL football that starts and counts. Rams, Bills tonight on NBC. It is week one of the NFL season, and then a full slate of games, of course, on Sunday night, uh, Sunday day as well, and then yet your Monday night football as per usual. Uh, if you want Big J, Ty Cobb's dentures are up for auction. Ooh, the baseball yay. legend's false teeth come with the original plaster denture holder and brass opening device. The auction, which ends uh, coming up tomorrow, already has a $10,000 bid, so people are dying to get racist dentures, Big J. And you can have them for your own if you've got well over $10,000. It is up, and you can check it out online if you want. For the kids, uh, a longtime kids show is coming back, this time to Netflix. Teletubbies is going to be back on the streaming network. The new show will be narrated by Titus Burgess, and uh, a star of Doctor Who, Jeremiah Crage, is coming as Tinky Winky. Uh, Nick Kellington, who is in Rogue One, is going to be Dipsy. Rebecca Highland is Lala, and stuntwoman Rachel Bernard from Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 1984 is Poe. Uh, I'm not sure if they actually got them in the actual costumes themselves or they're just doing the voiceover stuff. But the show is going to premiere on November 14th on Netflix as they're trying to up their kids' programming on the streaming network. They think it's one of their keys to success down the road, so they're investing in Teletubbies. This was popular after my time as a child. My children never got into it, so I've never been subjected to a Teletubby show. Uh, My apologies to you if you have. I understand it's very difficult to watch um, because there's not not that all kids programming is easy, but some of it's easier than others. I'm guessing it's probably easier to sit through an episode of, say, Spongebob than it is Teletubbies. Agree or disagree, Big J? Yeah, I agreed with that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the 8 o'clock hour. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Hey, we have got a big show coming up Saturday, just a couple days away, out at the Ford Idaho Center Amphitheater. Uh, P.O.D. going to be out there, Evanescence, Corn, uh, double headliner set, so it will be awesome. Uh, tickets, by the way, still available for that show, but we've got to hook up for you right here, the Pit Pass, man. Get in the pit and have some fun uh, and relive uh, scenes from the uh, Woodstock 1999 Corn set. Are we going to need the people that win these tickets to open that pit up? Yeah. All right, just making sure. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play Pop Culture Smackdown with Big J. You've got these pit tickets that will get you into the fun. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Hello, The X. Hey. Good morning, man. What's your name? Rob. 
All right, Rob, uh, today is Star Trek Day. On this day back in 1954, Star Trek debuted, so we're going to start things off with some Star Trek questions. Uh, Rob, what was Captain James T. Kirk's middle name? Was it Theodore, Tiberius, or Tidbull? Tiberius. Tiberius. Right. Is correct. Big J, what is the full name of the Star Trek TV show that featured Captain Jean-Luc Picard? Uh, Star Trek The New Generation. Oh, no. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. No? What? It's not called The New Generation, buddy. I'm sorry. Next Generation. The Next Generation. Right. But because I have to accept your first answer, which was definitely a different word, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Rob, it's been real easy to beat Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown, even on the easy questions. Even when I know the answer. (laughs) Congratulations. These pit tickets are supposed to be like a big prize with some buildup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I try to give them some, you know. No, you you gave me an easy question. right over the plate. I'm like the Seattle Seahawks on the one-yard line in a Super Bowl. Sometimes you just got to run the ball. Yeah. Congratulations, Rob. Enjoy those Corn Evanescence tickets. More chances at those coming up with bad impressions. We are going to do some headlines. Those are happening next in the X Rocks. Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by another Half Price Friday, which is firing up tomorrow, 9 o'clock, xrock.com. You can grab $50 to the 1225 Bistro and Wine Bar for just 25 bucks. Gives you an example to check out some great local flavors and wines. It's the spot in Nampa for your favorite local wines. They have also have a great pasting plate along with it. And enjoy yourself and have a great night out. You also have a great brunch there on Sundays if you want. And whether you're a family looking for a new favorite spot to feed the kiddos or a professional looking for a great impression, 1225, your new home in Nampa. So check it out for Half Price Friday tomorrow, 9 o'clock, xrock.com, $50.00 for just 25 it's not a bad deal headlines are as follows big j share the love it didn't work again and super creepy share the love medics in portugal say they have found the 20th known case in the world of heteropaternal superfendication what the hell is that that's when twins have two different dads big j oh no a 19 year old woman tested the paternity of her eight-month-old twins and found out they didn't even have the same father dude She said she was, quote, surprised by the results. Didn't know what could happen. While this is pretty common in cats and dogs, I don't have to tell you that, Big J. The odds are estimated to be 1 in 130,000 in humans. Both boys are healthy. One of the fathers treats them both as his own. So they're both getting a dad, but he, he had to come to grips with the fact that one of them isn't his. I mean, what's the timing on that? Hmm. I don't know. I didn't really get into specifics. I'm guessing it had to be pretty much a photo finish. You know what I mean? I mean, it all had to be probably in the same... <laughs> trying to keep it family-orientated here. There you go. Good luck. We derailed that train long ago. You said it, brother. But it is an interesting scenario, and one that uh, would probably be pretty humbling if you thought that, you know both those twin boys were yours, right? It would be hard to believe the science. <laughs> Wait, why? Well, I just, you it would be like, I, how does that, you know, I mean, you it would be one of those things that would be so, I think, shocking that you'd be like, this can't be true. Sure. But, I mean, they're proving it true yes, in no, other examples. Okay. I, I, All right. I'm not saying he should go to court and refute that. I'm just saying. And I'm not saying denial is not an appropriate reaction to something like that. I can understand how that would factor in. But, listen, also not the first time somebody says science, that can't be right. 
Didn't work again or super creepy? Didn't work again? A 30-year-old woman and several others had to be arrested in Spain this week for allegedly faking a kidnapping in order to extort money from the woman's mother. The victim-turned-suspect in the situation reportedly created a video using fake blood and her friends blindfolding her and asking her mom for a $50,000 ransom and not to contact police. Of course, the mom did exactly that and contacted the police because she wanted her daughter back. And investigators determined that not only was her daughter behind this whole thing trying to get money out of her mom, it's also the second time she's tried to do so. And it actually worked in the past, which is why she tried it again. The woman and her accomplices now are facing charges of extortion, among other things. And not cool, by the way. Like, I mean, first of all, sucks that it worked once. Second of all, to go back to that well? Messed yeah, up, man. Yeah, not very creative. I mean, like, you know, your mom's probably cutting you off for a reason. Because you're an evil mastermind that deserves to be in jail. So don't try to extort money from your family, Big J. Not cool. I'm all right. Wrap it up with super creepy, and it's a pretty hairy situation, but two men had to be removed from Arthur Ashe Stadium on Tuesday. That's where the U.S. Open is being taken place because one began to cut another person's hair during a match. Nick Kaglos and Karen Kachinoff were playing in their corner final when an offensive grooming occurred. The, the, apparently the guys had hair clippers and a cape for the falling hair, just like a pro haircut. Uh, they were escorted out of their seats and off the grounds for disruption of play, according to the U.S. Tennis Association. Clearly they were doing something for TikTok or the virality or making a video or something about it, but the U.S. Open was not happy that was the case. Also really weird to do that. Yeah. Like, it reminds me of, what was that, Crispin Glover and Charlie's Angels, the dude with the hair fetish in the uh, in the movie <laughs> yes. that just screamed at the top of his lungs when he cut off somebody's hair. What a weird thing for somebody to do, man. It's a great movie, man. <laughs> Crispin Glover was awesome. I mean, he didn't do much other than just smell hair and scream, but uh, and would you be shocked to know that he brought that to the table, Big J? That the villain was not supposed to be a hair-obsessed, uh, non-verbal person. Just supposed to be a regular villain. But Crispin Glover thought it would be weirder if he did that. And mission accomplished. And yeah, exactly. It, it definitely was. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on all of the things. <laughs> That's the latest from Slipknot. That song is called Yen here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And it's my understanding, Big J, that mistakes were made. Yeah, mistakes were made, and, and sometimes I, I do my best now to not uh, go, you know, full on ballistic and blast when I feel like I've been wronged in a situation. Uh, and so uh, I get a little, uh, I started to get a little out of hand yesterday because what has happened here, Nick, is, you know, we cut the cable or uh, cut the cord, uh, so to speak, and um, you know, we got football season coming up. I'm like, what am I gonna do? So finally decided uh, I'm gonna head, go ahead and, and pick up Hulu TV live, uh, okay? Because you know they've got the Red Zone channel that you can add on to that. And so it's got all the sports quite, uh, stations, and then you've also got um, uh, the lineup of local channels here. So that seemed like a good option. It is kind of expensive. It's not a lot of difference. You're just not into a commitment for like two years, you know? So I'm like, all right, I do that. Well, then Hulu rolls out this new promotion that they have where uh, that package for Hulu TV Live is, you know, only 50 bucks. It's like $25 less than I'm paying. Okay. So I'm like, I just signed up four days ago and I was like, hey, this sucks. You know, I wanted to get in touch with somebody, so I'd sign into my Hulu, and I went to the help center, and it goes to, like, invalid URL, and I'm like, I kept doing that, and kept doing that, and nothing, so I'm like, damn it, I just 
that don't want to make a phone call. So usually uh, most companies now are pretty on top of Twitter and, you know, the complaints there. So I went and I, I did a, uh, a, a tweet to Hulu and Hulu support. And uh, and then I was like, I heard nothing. And then I'm like, was hey, it like a bad mouthing like tweet or anything? No, okay. no, just like, uh, hey, Houston, we got a problem. Hulu, okay. we got a problem. And um, and then and then I was like, well, I'm, dang it, I'm going to take care of this. So I get on my phone and I get the phone number to call. I'm like, this is going to be great. I was on hold for about 15 minutes and start talking to a gentleman. And he was kind of helpful, uh, you know, not, maybe not the most helpful. So we're talking about this. And then I realize, oh, okay, the promotion that they have is different than what I have. The promotion is just for Hulu Live. I'm paying for Hulu Live plus Disney Plus and ESPN Plus. Okay. Uh, didn't you already have Disney Plus? So, um, yeah, but it's it's expiring. So I was okay. like, okay, well, we'll just continue on here with that. And... Um, and then once I realized that, I'm like, oh, this is all my fault because I didn't read the you know small details. And I'm like, that would explain why it's a little bit cheaper. And so, uh, you know, as, as I came to that conclusion, he hung up on me. Oh, that wasn't very nice. Yeah, no, it wasn't. I think probably it was an accident. But, uh, you know, at the same time, I was like, this is my stupid fault for not paying attention. And uh, that's why sometimes going, you know, full tilt boogie right away on uh, being upset about something maybe isn't the best route because uh, you, you should probably look into the details a little bit more. So it turns out it was your mistake and uh, you're happy to pay what you're... Did he give you any kind of deal or no, basically just no. explain it to you and uh, you realize you he made a mistake? He didn't explain nothing. Actually, he was terrible. And uh, <laughs> I came to all these conclusions on my own right away. <laughs> This has turned sour really quick again on Hulu. At first, you were starting out to be apologetic, and now you're very upset with their customer service again. Well, I mean, it really it didn't seem like they did a lot of didn't do a lot of great 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 work. But I but at the, at the same time, this whole thing was my fault. So uh, you will be paying the full amount for yeah. I'll be paying a fortune for a couple months. Gotcha. Uh, but you can cancel it at any time, which is what you will do. Yeah. Unless, of course, you fall in love with something on Hulu Live. Who knows? I've never had it, so I don't know the other features it's, that it brings to the table. It's literally just like any TV service you've ever had. But it only gives you access to Hulu probably without commercials, right? And then the live programming on the local channels as well as the Red Zone channel? No, there's there's every channel you can imagine. So it's almost. like cable again? Yeah, it's just like cable. So it has live TV of other channels and stuff on yeah. there? Yeah. All right. I didn't know. Oh, yeah, all of them. Well, yeah, you're basically a cable subscriber again. Congrats. Morning After my damn history channel. with Nick and Big J. That's all you really want is a live history channel no, feed. No, A&E refuses to have their own subscription service for some reason. They have that history vault, but it's not what no, you want. No, it doesn't include the live the, new right. program. He wants the new stuff, Listen, not the vault stuff. Listen, A&E, I would pay 20 bucks a month to watch that stupid show. Curse of Oak Island. Uh... I'm, there's gotta be a a, a a a like the bare minimum cable like package out there for a streamer for twenty bucks a month that'll give you that. There package. are there is like one, but it, the, the features of it uh, there is not the other stuff that I want e- either. I mean, so if I was just desperate, I yeah, well, I am beyond. I'm not gonna pay for multiple different live TV services. That's insane. You're already doing that. No. Yes, you're paying for Amazon. You're paying for Hulu. Not live TV. You're paying for Not Disney. Live TV. You're paying for uh, all Not these different TV. streaming things. You can watch it at any point that you want to. But live TV is where you draw the line? Because that's where the sports is. Weird. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, we got your bad impressions. A chance to win some Corn Evanescence tickets. They're next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> 
the X. Bad Impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. Uh, they got an easy and easy out location there next to the Idaho Center exit off the freeway. And we have tickets for you right there uh, near us. The Treasure Valley Subaru is the Ford Idaho Center Amphitheater. And big show Saturday. We've got Corn, Evanescence, some POD action. What was that other band name, Nick? Uh, Dana Datata. Dana Dittata. So we'll get you set up with some uh, good old-fashioned lawn seats here if you can figure out bad impressions. 208-287-1003 is the number you need to call if you'd like to play bad impressions, which works like this. Big J has got three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, then you're going to a show on Saturday as long as you can pick up these tickets to the phones we go. Hello, the X. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, man. You're up first. Good luck. I'm changing the hierarchy of the DC universe. Damn it. Ooh, I don't know much about the DC universe. Let's check it out. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, I couldn't make it in the NFL, so I bought the XFL and partnered with the NFL. Take that. Oh. I don't know yet. Can you smell what I'm cooking, Jabroni? <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That That's is it. correct. Excellent. Good job. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those corn and evanescence tickets for Saturday. Why is The Rock yet again in the news? So The Rock uh, did uh, post it on his uh, social media. Uh, he spent some time uh, over the last uh, couple days with uh, one Aaron Donald of the Los Angeles Rams, Nick. Uh, and they, uh, I, I don't know if it's a feature or something, but uh, basically they were talking about the similarities between their lives and uh, their experience growing up working out. And they, uh, they did a workout together and uh, got all swole and uh, started uh, flexing in front of each other. Uh, was great. But the point of this is that uh, during the game tonight, you will see uh, the last trailer for Black Adam, which comes out on the 21st of October. Uh, wow, okay, so trailer number two is going to yeah. land for Black Adam to see if it can't get us excited for it, because right now I'm yeah, fairly lukewarm on Right? I, I'm the same way. So, yeah, hopefully uh, they wow us. All right. Well, uh, you can tune in tonight for that. Did Aaron Donald take a helmet to The Rock in the video at all? No. Grab a helmet and just no. start beating him about the neck and face. All right. Nope. So they're friends then. I like that very much. Uh, the football game is on tonight. Of course, you can watch it on NBC, or if you're a Peacock subscriber, it'll be on there for you to enjoy. Either way, you can watch some football tonight. That'll be good. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. <laughs> Motionless and White, Masterpiece, wrapping up the Morning After with Nick and Big J on this Thursday. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah. Got to talk about our appearance in the Lola comics yesterday, which was pretty damn awesome of Todd Clark, friend of the show. Thank him very much again, enjoying a vacation in a foreign land, but Big J still finding time to track him down on the internet and thanking him for the mention, which we did not know was happening yesterday, but pretty cool. And thank you to Carl, our listener, for bringing it to our attention as well. We also had a chance to get a nerd alert courtesy of Big J. We told you to watch out for babysitters that leave the job early and to make sure you go to church every single week so that you can have the best sex life possible. An eventful Thursday, to be sure. Big J, that leaves you with the floor. Yeah, congratulations to Nicolas Cage. He's a father again. Daddy! Third child for him, first with his uh, wife, Shibata. Congratulations. He's like 60? Uh, What did he name this one? He's got Kal-El. They don't have it. Oh, they didn't say? I wonder if it's another like uh, obscure uh, comic book reference. August Francesca. Francesca. All right. Uh, So nothing uh, after comic books. Yeah, no. 
Uh, congratulations to Nick Cage. Man, I can't imagine being that old and having a kid, a baby. Yeah. I, I realize they have probably, you know, all the help in the world, but still, man. It's true. I feel, I, I've always, I think we've had this conversation yeah. where I feel like it's incredibly selfish for you to know that the odds of you still being around when they graduate from high school are slim at best. Is probably yeah, not leave, the best leave time. Leave lots to of video movie. messages. Exactly. You turn this thing into that Michael Keaton movie. Next set of X Rock brought to you by <laughs> Half Price Friday. It's going on tomorrow, nine o'clock at xrock.com. We got fifty dollars to twelve twenty-five bistro wine bar for just twenty-five bucks. So if you like local food and local wines, twelve twenty-five is the place to go down in Ampa. So make sure you take advantage. These Half Price Fridays usually go quick. They go live nine o'clock tomorrow morning. Xrock.com. Jason Drew's up next. You guys have a good one. It's the X Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.